Welcome to the Reset Podcast with Kirk Elliott, PhD, where every week we integrate politics, economics, and legislation that will impact your investment portfolios and lives. In doing this, we can reset our expectations so we can invest with wisdom, discernment, and confidence. Sit back, listen, and learn as we go on the journey of navigating through the economic jungle together. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our weekly update with Dr. Kirk Elliott. Sorry we missed last week. I was on the road, and so that was my fault. And for the one person who asked if this is an infomercial, no, this is not an infomercial. Dr. Kirk uh, is a financial well, expert who's right now in the thick of things, and we thought it would be helpful to have these weekly uh, conversations. And yes, he, uh, you can follow his link and go to his site and uh, and you know, buy silver and gold or whatever you want from him, but you don't have to do that at all. And so, Dr. Kirk, I wanted to start with um, this week with something that happened to me. This was like an earthquake in our house. Yesterday, my bank, I called them uh, to pay my mortgage early because I was worried about going into the end of the year and Christmas and you know, crash and all that stuff. And my banker was like, oh, this must be a mistake. <laughs> Your mortgage. Yeah, I know. It's gone up quite a lot. Hold on a second. 4.4% was my rate. And because I have an arm mortgage that just, you know, I guess matured or whatever, however you say it, I'm now, my mortgage rate is now 7.3%. That's almost double. This is, this is not shocking, but it's shocking on, on your end, right? Because about a month ago... Laura, the, there was a, a research report that I read that Bank of America just alone had a million adjustable rate mortgages coming due in the next 90 days, right? Uh, and, and, I would and, never bank Bank of America, though, just so you know. I want everyone to be clear. That is not my bank. Over my dead body would I go to those. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> okay. So imagine this, though. Bank of America estimated a million arms come due in the next 90 days. Add to that Chase, Wells Fargo, wow. U.S. Bank City. I mean, who knows how many there are. But but here's the thing. Over the last, since January, rates have gone mm-hmm. from 3.22 to 6.75%. So the number of people that are that are put in the, the precarious position that you are, it's like, now what do we do? Our, our, our payments just doubled. Right. And it's like, what's going to happen here? And so so if you look back at at the numbers, here's where it starts to get really ugly. And and here's what I think is going to happen in America is this real estate bubble is going to be the other bubbles. Right. The the stock market, Mm -hmm. because because people are going to have no money left over with adjustable rate mortgages and and everything that's tied to real estate and interest rates. Right. So so about. Let's see. Last, the, the numbers just came out from last month. Number of new mortgage applications is down 14% in the last 30 days. The number of refinances down 18.3% in the last wow. 30 days. But here's the scary thing, Laura. Over the last 12 months, the number of people applying for a new mortgage is down 83%. Wow. Right? So, so you look at what this rising interest rates are going to do. To, to the markets, because we've only had, okay, what have we had over the last five months? A quarter, a half, three quarters, three quarters, three quarters have been our rate increases from the Fed. But come November 1st, because of the inflation numbers that just came out 
um, the end of last week, uh, I think it was on Thursday, inflation's at 8.3%, but food inflation, just food, is, yeah, is up food a, nuts. It's through the roof. 0.3%, according to them, right, which is always understated. Which we know is a lie. Yeah. Yeah. We, you I mean, say this because you're polite. <clears throat> I'm less diplomatic. I just say it's a lie because we know you go to the grocery store and you know they can say whatever they like. They can put whatever number on it they like. But when something that you're buying is going up two, three, four dollars like that, nobody buys the numbers they're putting out. No. And, and this is by design. Truly, in 1996, President Clinton um, appointed the Boskin Commission, a, a commission in Congress, understate inflation on purpose so cost of living adjustments wouldn't have to go out so high. So how that's much when is, they took out certain things, right? So they all the things yeah. that were really, really, really high, they just removed them from the index. Like energy and housing. Right? Yeah. Because I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't affect any of us. No. Wow. And but what they also put in there is weird adjustments, Laura, like substitution bias. So let's just say that steak, the okay. price for steak went up 40%. And they said, oh, this went up too much. We got to take this out of the of the index. And they replaced it with hamburger, which is maybe 30% less than steak. What did they say happened to the price of steak? Remember, it went up 40%. But since they now are using hamburger, they say the price of steak came down 30%. I mean, this is across the board, yeah. substitution bias. Wow. Here's the real numbers. And this is what I did my dissertation on. John Williams at Shadow Stats comes up with a similar algorithm. Multiply mm -hmm. the core CPI by 2.8, and it should get you what true inflation is, which is more about 24 to 25% now. If you use pre-1996 methodology, but which is what we have to do because you can't use – the substitution bias that Clinton put in place because it's lies. It's it's truly just lies. So we've got this going on. This is the, the dramatic impact that five rate increases in a row have had. It's destroying the real estate market, crushing the bond market. But we're not even halfway done because at the end of 2021, the Fed said we're going to have eight to 10 rate increases in a row at minimum. We've only had five. Right. So so imagine, and sorry to say it, but what's going to happen to adjustable rate mortgages moving forward, right? It's going to continue to get worse. But here's where, where we're seeing it right now. Since June, that, yeah. so I was on Walter.com, they came out with the numbers. Um, they're usually the biggest cheerleaders in the world, Laura, for, for real estate because it's Realtor.com. Well, since June, the top mm -hmm. 10 markets in the country where they've had real estate losses Austin, Texas, down 10.3% since June. Um, Phoenix, down 9.9% since June. Palm Bay, Florida, down 8.9%. Here where I live in, in Denver, um, down 8.0% since June. These aren't annual numbers. This is in the last, what, 90 days. I mean, we're these rates, we're on pace for a 40% market correction in a 12-month span. This is what interest rates do when the world is shackled with debt, right? And so you add that to the inflationary pressures that we're seeing, and it's and it's this is Bidenomics working itself out um, exactly as it should, um, because well, as I, exactly as it was intended. 
is intended. Yeah, I mean, this is why this is how it should act when they have the policies that they put in place. Because I think they're it's not that they're stupid; they're just evil. No. Their 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 goal is to completely destroy the U.S. dollar for their own globalist agenda. Is what what I would say is is actually happening because you don't do something this bad by being stupid. You do something this bad because planned. No. And okay. So I just want to say my substitution bias, I am never substituting insects for meat. Okay. Let's just be very clear on that. And I know that most of the world is with me, even those lunatics that they paid in Hollywood to go and make all those stupid videos, eating cockroaches and the like, they can have all of my roaches. Okay. And they can send, they can send their steak to my house. That's what I'm going to say on my substitution bias. Okay. So, so uh, Dr. Kirk, now, as you're talking, April, who has a, who has a professional career in real estate is covering her face with her hands and just sinking lower and lower into the chair. Okay. This is devastating, um, you know, news for any of us. And as you've indicated, we're, we're only about halfway just on rate uh, increases, right? And so now people like me are faced with the decision. Do you talk to your bank and beg them to let you out of a variable rate mortgage? I mean, is that what you do? Do you try to, to uh, is, uh, do people have the option now of adjusting? And if I adjust now, am I locked in at 7.3%, which is, which is terrifying, but, um, is it going to go all the way to 12% and above? It probably will go to 12% and above um, because we're only, we're only halfway, we're only halfway done. But see um, the numbers that are, that are coming out. So if you look at, Oh, some of the, some of the big economists, whether it's, it's David Stockman, who was, who was president Reagan's budget director, um, or you look at some of the economists from BlackRock and so forth, they're thinking that when rates get to four and a half percent, that the stock market will come down another 20. We're, we, we've raised rates three point, oh, three quarters, three quarters. We're raised rates about three and a quarter percent in the last five months, right? So if we all we have to go is another point and a half, we probably have another 20 percent correction in the stock market. We probably have another 20 to 30% correction in real estate. But here's the thing. What do you do with real estate, right? Well, I think buying real estate for growth is out of the picture. Maybe you buy it to be a landlord because people aren't going to be able to afford to buy houses, right? And and you need income, rental income. People won't be able to afford rent. Things are changing. So, so generally at banks, you're not going to have many options, Laura, to figure out what to do when an arm readjusts. You might be able to go into another arm, which is at a higher rate. If you go to a fixed rate, those right now are at 6.75% national average, and they're going to keep going up. So, so we are in a precarious spot. Also, it's very difficult to get loans because banks are strapped for liquidity right now, and they have very little capital because the Fed did a reverse repo mechanism in July of last year where they pulled $2.5 trillion out of the system when people need it the most. Why would they do that? Well, of course, if you if you shackle private lending when people need it the most, they're going to do an end run around private banks and go directly for, to the government for money, right? 
This is why I said earlier. Which is exactly I've, where they want you to go. They yeah, want you I, to go a little beggar, a little slave with no ability to support yourself. Put your hands out. Please, sir. May I have some more, sir? Right. And us and become indebted to the government of the United States, which, by the way, can I just say the thing that makes me the most angry of all? The government, we're financing the government with our tax dollars. It's our money in the first place. Right? It's our money. And we are paying the Federal Reserve, which is not federal or it's not and it's not reserve. It's neither. It's it's or a private. government agency. It's not any government agency. It's private. Any private bankers, private families that are on the Federal Reserve that are charging the US government, the US Treasury interest to print money out of thin air by having some guy in a gray jumpsuit go over to the printing press and press the red button and it just appears, right? And they're charging the U.S. government for that. What a Ponzi scheme, I'm telling you. But One this time. is what we've had for 100 years and it's time to pay the piper because I think truth is being exposing the lies. Um, the game is probably over. Fiat-based currency, as we know it, central banks are... are they're, they're done, right? Yeah, yeah, I think they're done. The dollar is done. I mean, that is, that's the reality that it seems to me that we're looking at. Fiat currencies are worth nothing. The way this administration is printing money, you can see that they have no intention of paying those debts. We've never had a Democrat administration or a Republican one of any that, that vaguely resembles the way these people are behaving. I don't, I don't see them as Democrats. I see them as psychopaths. I got to be honest. Um, and, uh, and that is not a party thing. I don't care. You know, Mitch McConnell is no different. Framing your own people for January 6th. I mean, seriously, that's, you got to be a psychopath to do that. And then lying about it, pretending that you, that you care. It's outrageous what these people are doing. But, um, Kirk, I want to ask you, you said it's time to pay the piper, right? Okay, so I have two important questions for you. One is, what do you mean it's time uh, to pay the piper? I understand that the Federal Reserve has been, and the governments and successive administrations on both sides of the aisle have been lying to us for uh, a century, right? Pretending that the Federal Reserve is a government agency when it's not. And anybody can look that up. They don't have to take our word for it. But there's my second question, and let's see, uh, let's see how, you know, how big your balls are today, Kirk, because my second question is, who are these private families that have been stealing us blind and lying to us for 100 years? Well, there's there's about seven of them, and it, they come from the Rothschild family dynasty, the Roth, Rockefeller family dynasty, um, others from Germany and, and America. I mean, this goes way, way back. I mean, the Federal Reserve isn't I the first. Central that's three out of seven. Oh, I don't know the others. Next show, I'll, I'll name the others. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll, get, we'll follow we'll get, up on that we'll the next on, week. Yeah, we will name all of them on the next show, right? So The traditional so, banking families, is that what you're talking about? Old, old school banking families that, that are very, very European and some old um, American money. But, but the wealth is untold. When you get interest on pretty much most of the banks in the world printing money. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, the wow. it's, it's, it's massive. It's massive. So, and what we'll, about the BIS, right? Cause that's the central bank for central bankers. Correct. 
So that's even worse. Anyone, look that up. Look that up, anybody who's particularly concerned about this. Look up the BIS, the central bank for central bankers, and we'll talk more about that next week. But, Kirk, just to close out, because I know you've got a tight schedule today, what, um, what, what do you mean, pay the piper? So we've had decades, if not like 10 decades, since the Federal Reserve Act of 1913 of uh, – bad policy, printing money out of thin air, creating inflation, right? That's the biggest hidden tax on all of us Americans is, is those that inflation because the dollars eroded like 98% of its value since 1913 when they started printing money, took us off a of gold standard. So now what do I mean by paying the piper? This debt needs to be wiped away. We've had since 1983, lowering interest rates, artificially keeping rates low, printing money like there's no tomorrow to fund every stimulus program under the sun, including stupid ideas like we have now that pay people to stay home rather than creating jobs, right? I mean, it's it's nonsense. So when you have all of that money and lower interest rates, the rest of the world no longer wants to invest in U.S. treasuries because it's turned into monopoly money. So now, not only are they raising rates to slow down inflation, they're raising rates to attract more foreign capital to come into America. This is where everybody in America that has debt, we now have to pay the piper because of decades of mismanagement financially from the Fed. Now they're raising rates. We're stuck with this debt. It will implode the system. But here's why it gets worse. Um, so oh, great. Countries, Thanks. China, yeah. China, Russia, India, other countries around the globe are actually just dumping our U.S. treasuries. Russia already got rid of all of our U.S. treasuries. China, I just read a research article this week that they have a trillion dollars left. Their planning plans are to get rid of the rest of it over the next 12 months. Just dump them on the open market. So, so that means, you know, no more Chinese investment in U.S. bonds? Yes, that's what that means. And other countries are following suit. Because we're losing our, we've lost our reserve currency status with with Saudi Arabia now saying, "Hey, no more petrodollar for for purchase of our oil." Right? So, so and didn't Putin also go back to the gold standard? Didn't he yes. just dump dollar highly? Yeah, uh, five thousand rubles equals one gram of gold. They they actually have not just a fake but a real gold backing of the Russian ruble. In what world does lowly Russian ruble from a communist country have more value than the U.S. dollar in one where it's backed by gold? Because we have no backing of anything, right? So so by paying the piper, it's like this debt needs to be liquidated, right? We are, countries are getting rid of U.S. treasuries, but we still have what, Laura? We still have stimulus programs that, that our government thinks that they need to fund, entitlement programs, infrastructure, defense, everything you need to run a country with no capital inflow coming in, they will be forced to inflate. Wow. They are going to print money like there's no tomorrow with no capital inflow. This is where us as U.S. citizens have to pay the piper for mismanagement and their mistakes, and now we have to pay for it. So you see, I'm very disappointed, uh, Kirk, because for a moment there, I thought when you said it's time to pay the piper, it's time for the central banks to be held accountable. It's time for the Federal Reserve and all those people backing this uh, to be held accountable. It's time for them to pay the piper. That's what I was hoping you were going to say. They will. That's the other part of paying the piper. But we as, as citizens 
are going to have to pay the price too. The uh, the happy place after all of this, right? Because I do think it's there's light into the tunnel, um, but it's going to be darker before it gets there. We're going to have to pay the price. But I think what happens is central banks around the world, fiat-based money as we know it goes the way of the dodo bird. We're going to go towards a more, my prediction, we're going to go more towards an accountable standard uh, gold-backed currency in country after country after country, have something that's real, have something that's meaningful, have something that's tangible, having more transparency in money, because the populist political movement around the globe is demanding truth from their politicians, from the central bankers, from the banks who have yes, been lying to them. Yeah, so this is, this is the road that we're taking. Very, very, very interesting, Kirk. Uh, just to close, I, I want to say, would... Um, would a leader who was interested in saving America and stopping the bleeding, would they just take us uh, back to the gold standard right now? Mm-hmm. They should. That's what they would do. Yeah. And they could do it, right? They could do it like that. They could do it like that. It, it just the, They don't need any other authority to do it because the we, we appoint, the president appoints the, the Federal Reserve. All you have to do is say, Federal Reserve, no more. We're going to take money creation back into the hands of the people put money creation back into the Treasury Department so who's ever president can determine that, right? So so in one fell swoop, you could actually have this done. And what would that do? If you have a currency that's backed by gold, it automatically makes your currency more attractive to every other country and investor on the planet. And you get a massive influx okay, so of capital. So you reverse, you reverse the trajectory that we're on right now. Yes, you bring investment in and uh, you strengthen your economy as opposed to gutting it and burning it to the ground. It's a flight for quality of, of investment dollars going into something that's real, that's meaningful, that has value. And if you did that when there's hardly any other country on the planet that is now, the BRICS nations are starting to do that, which is why the BRICS nations are winning. Right. So so financially. They, they have de facto gold backing of the BRICS countries' currencies, right? So if you did that with America before everybody else does it, you're going to attract a lot of capital back into the U.S. dollar. And we could train turn that trajectory, like you said, in an instant, in an wow. instant. Okay, so timing is everything, right? You know, um, you know, this is something you can demand of your leaders. You can ask them questions about it. If anybody is interested, if anybody's worried, they can go to uh, com, and uh, they can look at Dr. Kirk Elliott's website. You don't have to go there. You don't have to buy anything. You don't have to listen to a word any of us say. We're very glad that you that you are watching. Thank you so much, Dr. Kirk. It is always a pleasure uh, to speak to you. Even when we don't want to hear the truth, it's better to know it, right? You got it. We have to. We have to keep sharing the truth. That's what we're here for. Okay, you take care. How huh? We'll talk next week. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. Every week, our goal is to increase your knowledge and help melt away any financial anxiety and stress that causes inaction. In any economy and with any presidential administration, there are things we can do to thrive and not just survive. 
Thanks for going on this journey with us. We look forward to our next time together on the next installment of Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. If you have any questions, call us at 720-605-3900 or simply email us at info at kirkelliottphd.com.